Brothers and sisters in the Lord, Christ is among us. He is in Let us lift up our voices today in praise of that wondrous wonder worker Nicholas, the victory of the people, the victory and the triumph of the people of God. Today we chant the Condachian of the saints. You are truly a priestly worker in Myra. O Holy Nicholas, for zealously living the gospel of Christ, you dedicated your life to your people. What more can sum up the essence of the Orthodox Christian life? To zealously live the gospel of Christ With every fiber of your being is our goal. And that means eagerly, enthusiastically, and not fanatically, or with a narrow mind. St. Paul warns against that kind of religious enthusiasm. To live that kind of life is found in the beauty and the simplicity of the example of St. Nicholas, the essence of his Christian walk, the conduct of his life, was his dedication, his love, his devotion to people. We know of the many reports of his mercy and love, how he rescued the innocent daughters, and how he freed the falsely accused. Do we see in St. Nicholas any fear of what anyone might do or say about him? Do we see him despised by any person? Do we see him with hatred in his heart, gossip or envy? If these negative and soul-destroying emotions were ever known to St. Nicholas, then they were known only to him in the inner sanctum of his mind, his heart, and his soul, where he wrestled them into a perfect submission to God. For in his life as we know it, he was a near as possible perfect example of what it means to be a Christian person. That is why in his tropar, the troparion, we chant unto him the name, a model of faith. When we say model, what do we mean? If we believe something that must be copied in every detail and respect, then we would soon lose heart, or more likely, make excuses for ourselves. For who among us could imitate the life of the great Nicholas. But when we say model, we do not mean something that is to be copied in every way. In the original Greek version of the troparion, the word is kanon, canon, and the exact word that we use to describe the guidelines and the directives of the church that we call canon law. And if we look with eyes and listen with ears that seek to plumb the meaning of what a canon really is, we shall find ourselves challenged to truly conform ourselves and mold ourselves after the manner of St. Nicholas. By definition, this is exactly what a canon is, a plumb line. Have you ever seen a bricklayer building up a wall row by row? You will see a vertical line of string that faces the rows of bricks as the cement mason builds higher and higher 
It is this line of string that tells him the bricks are aligned straight. This line of string is called a plumb line. When we say that St. Nicholas is a model, a canon, a plumb line, we are saying that he is the measure by which we can be built up by God into a spiritual house that is well constructed, firm, solid, without any cracks and faults. Without his example and the example of so many other saints of God, we would have no way of measuring the efforts of our spiritual life. St. Nicholas in particular calls us to build our spiritual house. In fact, he calls on us to make it a spiritual palace. It is there where Christ can dwell within us by grace and our lives can be sanctified by the presence of the Holy Spirit. The foundation is already laid within you by your baptism, chrismation, and holy communion. Christ is already dwelling in your hearts. He is the chief cornerstone, the stone that was rejected and despised as worthless by mankind. But he is the foundation of every one of us, every one of you, a being, a human being. He is the foundation of the church and the foundation of the world because he has been from all eternity and before the foundation of creation itself. Whatever we build our spiritual house of our soul, and what do we build it with? We need to have all the elements properly aligned, straight, balanced, and lined up and fit together. This is why we need the saints, and especially St. Nicholas. His good works guide our ours. His mercy, his mercy inspires us. His bravery gives us courage. His greatness of soul promises that if we build our lives in accordance with his principles, we shall achieve a measure of his glory as Christ gives us strength. St. Nicholas lived his life in harmony with that wonderful description of the Christian life, the canon, then the rule, this measurement, this model, is the guiding principle of spiritual life. It keeps our faith in proportion so that the edifice that we build stands to the glory of God. This is the true meaning of the holy canon, the holy canons of the church, the canons that are just like the model of the faith that the saints like St. Nicholas provide for the guidance that enables the individual Christian to build up the house of his or her own soul. The holy canons of the church provide guidance and rules of measure so that the body of believers can be built up. The model of faith, the model of hope, the model of joy is not just for us as individuals, but it is for all of us in a community of believers, the body of Jesus Christ. This is why St. Nicholas is so dearly loved throughout the Christian world. Everyone can see the greatness of his faith and the magnitude of his soul. As I look out on all of you this morning, gathered to celebrate his revered name, I see that his model of faith is still yielding results for the Holy Church. 
as we continue our celebration throughout the day and throughout our lives, may we always find St. Nicholas as a model, a guide, a rule, and a measure who will not lift us, but, but who will provide for us the means of going up and inspire us to offer our best to God and to his church. May God bless you and yours with much peace, good health and happiness, all of you, and the spiritual joy now at this feast and throughout the Nativity feast days that come and throughout the new year. I wish to say to all of you that it was a great joy, and I had mentioned this many times this week, looking forward to the Holy Day of St. Nicholas, because there are two bishops in this world who have the great privilege, and every single year it goes this way. They go to Bari, Italy, and in Bari, Italy is the, the, the remains of St. Nicholas, and in Bari, Italy is his sarcophagus, where his bones remain. And in Bari, Italy, if you were to go there, you would see that this sarcophagus, this, this beautiful coffin stands or sits and rests, rests on a table, but there is not, nothing attached to it, nothing. The bones are in there. And so how does this mira, how does this miron get out from, from, the, from the saint? It comes from his bones. It's white and pure like water. Year after year after year after year. And here are these two bishops dressed in their Episcopal robes. They take silver ladles and they go and they scoop out the, the miro that comes from the, the bones of St. Nicholas. An explanation is, is hard to give. All we know that this takes place. All we know is that the saint is with us by this, this recognition of what comes from his body. And also we know that his life was preserved by God for him to be with us until the end of the world. To scoop and to take this special mirror and to give it to all the churches throughout the world and to people. And the many miracles that take place when people go to Bari, Italy. Many. And also being anointed with the Holy Mirror. This morning after Divine Liturgy, you see there the case. And on the, the, the sacramental table, there's an open case there where you'll see the containers of, of the, the mirror that came out of the bones of St. Nicholas. St. Nicholas had to be taken from Myra, the ancient homeland of his and his city, because of the Muslim factor was coming on and the, perhaps, the, perhaps the body would have been burned already, just like they did to St. Saba, the prince and the founder of Serbia. Also, he was burned completely and destroyed. But the, so, but the sailors came from Genoa and from Bari and from, from those places in Italy and they took the body away and they preserved all these centuries so that we can have Nicholas with us until the end of time and until the Lord comes. I, in 1964, was able to reverence the body of St. Nicholas. And I wish that all of you could have the possibility of 
reverencing these, this relic that we have here. Now, in the, in the icon, you'll see at the bottom of the icon, the, the top part of the bone, and you will see Nicholas there in, be in beautiful gold vestments facing you and facing all of us. The Lord be with all of you. Amen.